people having the choice of picking that catalyst or just making the choice to, yeah, instead yeah. of being comfortable. Most people wait until there's some kind of huge event that scares them enough yeah. that they then spring into expansion in their mind and then they do more, right? So the question I have for you is this, like this getting into how I found my way here and found you, but the question I have for you is, what was the catalyst? What was the thing? Because I think that when I'm talking to people, this is what they're, what was the thing where you realized or the moment where you said, hey, I can self-create? What was that epiphany? There's been so many points in my life, like, because I'm interested in what happens to other people. And then when you say, you, I, I said, hey, did you start lamenting or, or, or reflecting after the score? And because for me, the scores have been like a place where I didn't think it was really a great score, but everybody around me started telling me, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And then, then the next thing you know, I'm playing golf three times a week. Yep. While I love the game of golf, I can only help so many people there. You know, yep. I, I just can't help enough people there. So, so the creative thing has happened like all along the way, but t- particularly though, since the crash, uh, since that moment where I was like, oh, I've, I've been really irresponsible to my family. Even though I had done more than anybody in my in yeah. my, my, my influence. And so a lot of people around me were, oh my God, you're doing good. When are you going to rest? When are you going to take it easy? And I started buying into this. And then when the crash happened, you don't build a business and say, oh, the economy is going to get cut in half. The industry that you, that you rely on is going to get, you know, crushed. crushed. Basically, I was a little one you know, one man shop that was making, you know, a lot of money, figured out how to make some money. And you wouldn't have known me 15 years ago. You would have looked at me and said, that's ridiculous what he's doing with that much talent. Yeah. And so I think there's a lot of people out there too that have a tremendous amount of talent that they're either in the, I was in the wrong vehicle. Like when I got out of college, I just went into the wrong vehicle. I took what I got and I didn't have anybody directing me about a bigger vehicle. Today I know simply all I need to do today is change the question I'm asking myself. If I can just shift that question a little bit, just look like literally around the corner. I can't see anything, but if I could just look, just to get a snippet, you know, and then I'll be like, oh wow, that's what's over there. And, and so now if I'm willing to be responsible, not blame anybody or anything, take a good look and then ask the right question, I, I think that you know, I could come up with some kind of solution to creating a product, writing a book. Do you think the catalyst was not just realizing you're not playing big enough, but a little fear settled. Oh, dude, I, no, yeah. I, I was, uh, yeah, I think more than fear, I was ashamed. I had a buddy of mine, Doug Doring, he founded a company called ABC Mouse. Huh. It's a learning, learning uh, software for kids. I mean, literally, he's going, he's giving it to governments and stuff. Like, he's going to be, it's going to be in millions, uh, hundreds of millions of homes. He came to me and said, hey, I need a little help on, he had this project going on, couldn't get money yep. out of the deal, blah, blah, blah. And I, I was sitting on like $7 million at the time and wouldn't, wouldn't help him. I'm like, Doug, I can't do it. I'm too scared. I don't know what's going to happen, bro. I knew then that I was going to regret it. I regretted it the next day. I regretted the next month. I'm looking back 10 years now. Every time I talk to Doug, I talk to him today. Every time I'm like, damn, dude, I turned down a good guy, a guy that will always pay you back no matter what, a guy that if you were ever going to help, he's the guy you want to. And I was too scared because not because of the economy crashing, but because of everything I didn't produce before that. Yeah. You know, so like, 
like being in one industry from the age of 25 to 45, I was in one industry. I refused to go to these other industries because I was, I was selfish. It was, it was easy for me to call on this one sector. Yeah. I, did, I couldn't call on the audiologists. I was worried they couldn't hear me. Yeah. I couldn't call on the chiropractors, right? I couldn't call on the dentists, right? I, you know, <clears throat> because I didn't know their language. I didn't know what to say to them. But it was stupid because all businesses have the same problem as you do. Yeah. Oh, that's right. And I was helping this very complex industry that was, you know, old, stodgy, uh, margins were compressed, customer service was a problem, very competitive. That's every business. Like if I, if I labeled those things yep. and said, what industry am I talking about? You're like, uh, waste management, yep. uh, furniture. I mean, we just go down the list. You, you could pick every industry. I was just so comfortable in that space and hated the space because you know when you confine yourself to calling on one audience, you will end up hating that audience. And had I scaled, 2010, forced me to scale. Yep. And that's where I'm like, I can never do this to my family again. I should have been calling on the dentist and the chiropractor. I should have moved through whatever fear I had. Fear is just an excuse for me to say I was lazy, dude. Yeah. Because if you're not lazy, I mean, if you're highly stimulated and properly motivated through the right kind of fear, fear won't shut you down. Fear would actually push you. And that's the thing you were talking about the other day is people having the choice of picking that catalyst or just making the choice to, yeah, instead yeah. of being comfortable. Most people wait until there's some kind of huge event that scares them enough yeah. that they then spring into expansion in their mind and then they do more, right? Yeah. But you can choose that. You could fabricate it. That's you right. could You could like, today what I do is I just play little games with myself, right? So I fabricate things that may never happen to me. One of the things that I do with the cash, right? I create a little game with myself where I, I create a cash account, I dump a bunch of money into it, then I terrify myself about the cash account. I'm like, this is rotten. What's the guy's name, the drug lord? Uh, he couldn't hide, hard. he yeah. couldn't keep he it all, keep you it can't all. keep yeah. it all. Yeah. It, 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 the, the, the bugs are gonna get it, you know, and, yeah. and, and whatever, right? So I like, I literally create this, my own little horror, Friday the 13th moment. Yeah. And then I'm like, where can this money go so I don't lose it again? And then, then that's why it all goes into the real estate. And I'm like, okay, I'd rather not have a return there and know when I return there, it will be there. Yep. And maybe even have a baby or two. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's your safe spot. What you think is what you say. What you say is what you do. And what you do ultimately becomes your legacy.